The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. Jeff Cock Thunder, a Goliath Barbarian, and if you dishonor myself or my friends, my hammer will yearn for your face. This is Furitan Furcantries. I am a Dwarven Druid, and I like to find myself some nice leaves to sleep on. This is Peter McMoist. I'm a dark elf bard, and I'm the best fucking town crier in Terror Guard. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team, Skibbity Bop to Poop. Frog Combat Continued. The frogs were eventually defeated, and the gang collects the money and the XP from the Wilder people. Bjorten goes to visit his mom, and they get high. Peter and Jeff visit the Sneaky Brisket. We rejoin them as they continue, you know, doing stuff. I'm going to say that uh, a couple, uh, couple of characters sit down at our table and uh the ruffians mm. and they got a bone to pick with uh peter because he's got some debts that are owed oh all right all right i can get into this i can get into this um hand me the plot rod thank you all right so there are two ruffians all right fjorton give me the name of ruffian number one alabaster alabaster the bastard yeah. Thanks for accepting my addition. Oh, I got the name for the second one. Oh, do you? I was gonna, I was gonna give it to Jeff, but if you've got a good one, creamy. Oh my god, alabaster and creamy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hey, that old duo. It reminds me of uh, in the Matrix Reloaded, they have those two like very white like guys with the dreads. Yeah. That. That's what these guys remind me of. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm picking that up, I'm picking that up. What were they supposed to be, like, vampires or not werewolves? Because that was the other guys. No, they just, like, they're like ghosts with razor blades. Yeah, they're, mm-hmm. like, face shifters. I remember just going through cars and crap like that. We are not amused. Yeah. No, we are not. I remember thinking at the time, because even at that time, and I think I was kind of high when I saw that movie, I was like, really? You guys thought this was so badass. And don't get me wrong, almost everything in the Matrix movies, the original trilogy, because apparently there's going to be more now, um, was pretty badass. But those two? Over the top, you thought? 
just corny, you know? Like, if I saw those dudes coming at me, I'd be like, okay, 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 I can't take this seriously. And then they'd murder me. Yeah. With swords. Mm Mm-hmm. Swords and shaving razors that are really sharp. That uh, Neo fight scene, though, in that movie is, was, at the time, one of the cooler fight scenes. It's aged poorly. Wait, the one where he's fighting those things? Uh, No, he's fast, like... Yeah. Uh, No. He's fighting all the smiths. That's what I was mm, not the Smiths. The one where he's fighting like all the old programs in the big mm, like yep. stairwell oh, room. Oh yeah, where, where he pins got... that one guy to the arm. There's that one comic relief. That's guy. right. Yeah, the Merovingian. I did think that the Merovingian was honestly so. All right, I know it's unpopular to like the second Matrix movie, but I really enjoyed all of the depth of world building and whatnot that they put into that that unfortunately never really saw the light of day because it was just a handful of people and they just got these like glimpses of them but the key maker was cool yeah super cool character uh seraph was super cool uh, like i'm always curious about his more of his backstory the two weird ghost fucking twin things were fucking stupid whatever i didn't really care about that but pinnacle pinnacle of them all was the Merovingian. I think his character just... I mean, the the part where he's like, I have survived five of your predecessors and I will survive you. Like, or whatever the fuck he says. It's something like that. And it's just like, just... Like, that, to me, that implies more badassery than almost any other villain or anything else, even Smith or anything in the entire series, that there's this, like, nefarious ancient wealth that, like... Like, just it is and feels untouchable. Like, he just fucking slaughtered a shitload of his programs out there in this weird fucking medieval weapon fight. And he's just like, mm, fuck, and walks away and like closes the door behind him. <laughs> like, that's fucking priceless that he doesn't even hurry. Like, that tells, that's like, that is the symbol of power that he's just like, god damn it, and strolls away. Anyway, I wish I could write a villain that smarmy. I like when the, they, sh- they shoot him with all the bullets and like they pause in midair and he's like, okay, you have some skill. Yep. And then, uh, oh, and then he blocks the sword with his hand. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, for anybody out there that didn't realize it, we have watched the Matrix trilogy. Once or twice. That used to be my, uh, on my I'm sick rotation. Every time I would call in sick, I call in sick to work like once a year. And I either watch the original Star Wars trilogy um, all three of the Matrix movies, or I play through the original Legend of Zelda. That's typically what I do on sick days. Now you can have. There's so many good trilogies now, like John the John Wick. Oh yeah, movies. I need a sick day for that. I'm not calling sick to work tomorrow. <laughs> you know my boss listens to this. <laughs> uh, Sorry, buddy. I'm not calling sick tomorrow <laughs> because I'll be sick. Tomorrow. I'm actually sick of not watching John Wick. Okay, so what al- was the alabaster the- and creamy? So Alabaster and Creamy sit down <laughs> at your table. Oh fuck. <laughs> and and I mean you know who Alabaster and Creamy are, because you've been kind of dodging them for a little while now. Um I, okay, so Alabaster and Creamy, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like these guys need to be, like, absurd, but still threatening. Um, I feel like Creamy never speaks. Creamy just stares at you with the unblinking stare 
of a complete psychopath. Like, if you hear Creamy talk, you're probably about to die. And Alabaster sits down next to Creamy and gives Jeff a quick look. Not really, a, not really a friendly look, not an unfriendly look. Just you can tell you've been assessed. And then he looks over at Peter and says, "You got a right problem, you do." Uh, so the, these guys sit down, and I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed because, like, neither Fjorten or Jeff have really like, you know, like they, they probably kind of know I owe a little bit of money, but they haven't really been involved in any of the collection stuff that happens in the background. I'm like, oh, sh- hi guys. Um, hey, why don't we go like uh, uh, out in the alley and uh, and talk? Is that cool? Hey, let's go out this way. You know what? I'm just gonna pause for a second to say that I thoroughly regret that accent and I'm gonna change it up. Okay. And I'm gonna say when he sits down, he says, oh God, man, I really, I, I wanna get this right. I think when he sits down, he says, you owe a bit of money around town. Oh, you think I like the cold diabolical? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, the, the, it was too fast earlier and the silly Brit accent. That's not really British. That was bad. Right. So, yeah, we're going to go with that. Diabolical. Okay. Uh, so, so I'm like, oh, shit. Hi, Alabaster. Hi, Creamy. <laughs> uh, hey, um... I have something for you guys, but it's out in the alleyway. Follow me to the alleyway. That would be cool. You get a suspicious look from Alabaster. You get a somewhat excited look from Creamy. And Alabaster says, I wasn't expecting you to invite us to the alley. Let's go take a look at what you have. Yeah, cool. Okay, let's go this way. All right, so you're going to get up, and they're going to follow you. Jeff, you coming with? Yeah. Jeff also stands up. I'm like, wait, hey, it's it's cool. I know these guys. It's, uh, I'll be right back. For sure. Yeah, it's no problem. All right. Jeff sits back down. You step out of the, uh, do you go through the front door, or do you go back through the kitchen? Uh, probably the front door. I don't want to, like, walk past Stuart or any, like, mm-hmm, anybody else mm-hmm. that might be in the kitchen. You step out of the front door. You go around the side. Because I think you guys definitely have, like, this, the entrance down to your basement apartment is on the, on the side of the building here, just off the street. And as you get out into the uh, cooling night air, it's still a little muggy, perhaps. But it's, it's, it's cooler than it was during the day. I apologize. What did you just say? What was that last statement about the apartment? Yeah, where you guys live. Well, Underneath the sneaky brisket. We're at the Cody. Oh, you guys did not go to the Cody Cobble. No, we went oh, to I the... Oh, I totally missed that We part. went to the okay. sneaky. Okay. The sneaky bee. The sneaky bee. And you guys live in the sneaky bee hole. <laughs> <laughs> Around the side to... Uh, it, and it's like... The, the stairs that go down to your apartment, um, which, A, are way too steep and are way in the back and there's no lighting or anything. Uh, those are a couple of feet from you and you, you get around the corner and Alabaster says, Well, what's your surprise for us? So we haven't really established like how much I owe. So 
Why don't you, like, I don't know, roll <laughs> some dice? Well, <laughs> 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 you're roll some dice. Just told the DM to roll dice. That was pretty, pretty good. All right, I'm going to use as many dice as I can hold in one hand. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm not going to use that. Um, I think what I'm going to do... I think I'm going to use, do, 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 here's how I'm going to, here's how I'm going to determine your debt. I have three dice in my hand. I have a, no, you know what? I'm going to do this. I have three dice in my hand. I'm going to change that one more time. Here we go. I have a six, an eight, and a ten-sided dice in my hand. And that is going to go in that order from most to least significant digits. So... You owe a three-figure debt, determined by, in the most significant bit place, the six-sided dice, then the eight, then the ten. Am I explaining this clearly, or am I drunk? I gotcha. Okay. Here we go. Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. Your current debt, or at least your current debt with the people that Alabaster and Creamy serve, is 158 gold. Oh, wow. All right. Good call on that roll. Yeah. Um... All right, all right. So this is gonna go a lot better than I thought. All right, so um, I'm like, uh, who's uh, Alabaster is the one that talk that talks, right? Alabaster is the one that talks. I'm like Alabaster. Um, listen, uh, I'm sorry about everything that's happened. I had some good luck lately. Um, I'm ready to pay in full. God damn! This is quite a surprising bit of news. And, uh, Jeff, why don't you give me, since you didn't get to name one of the thugs, Jeff, why don't you give me the name of the person that he owes this money to? And it should be something with the in it. Blank the blank. Bjorn the Smurgen. <laughs> <laughs> Bjorn the Smurgen. <laughs> Bjorn the Smurgen will be pleased with this news. Although, I fear Creamy will be a little let down. Yeah, I'm always uh, sorry to disappoint Creamy. If this were a television show at this point, it would just cut over to Creamy's completely still deadpan face, pause there for four silent, uncomfortable seconds, and then cut back to the conversation. Uh, so I'm like, uh, you guys want it all now, or...? Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, and 158, is uh, that right? That is the extent of your debt in... Alright. Well, I fork it over. I will go from 232 down to 74 gold. Uh, and as you as you do this, Alabaster, like, you see him raise his eyebrows just a little bit at the fact that there is remaining gold in your purse. And, uh, and he looks over and says, Well, just know that you are again... Welcome in the house of Smurgens to resume your gambling career. Tell, uh, tell, tell Bjorn I said hi and, uh, thanks again. And, uh, pleasure doing business with you, with you guys. 
I think you get an a elaborate low bow from uh, from Alabaster. By the way, I'm picturing Alabaster as like a little taller and thinner, and Creamy as a little shorter and squatter. Or do you want them to be twins? Do you want them to be like... I think they gotta be some kind of twins. Like maybe they look the same, but you just had a little bit of a vertical hold adjustment on them. Yeah. Maybe it's like Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go that far. So, uh, you know, what I'm actually picturing... No, what? never mind. I'm not gonna go down on that path because I'm gonna confuse the image. They were like the same. One has like one right eyebrow, the other one only has a left, and so like they're both of them together, they have no left no yeah dude i like that they are twins other than you can tell them apart by uh alabaster's missing the left eyebrow creamy is missing the right creamy is missing the right eyebrow also i don't know if anybody else saw on reddit that video of somebody pulling a mosquito off of them with tweezers and then feeding it to a venus flytrap that was one of the most satisfying things i've ever seen that is satisfying i wish i could do that all day eat me will you <laughs> And I think between the two of them, uh, Alabaster and Creamy, uh, they slink silently away into the night. Um, and before passing away from the alley and out of sight, Creamy looks back at you and... Uh, Gives me the throat slicing sign. Like. You know, I was going to go with that at first, and I'm going to say instead he... Um, he puts one of, he puts his index finger in his mouth and then slowly pulls it out and makes the popping noise at the end. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> he doesn't smile or change expression in any other way. He just slides his index finger into his mouth, slowly slides it out, and then... Ooh, that's Yay. All right, well, um, I go back in and... Get a new drink. I feel good. I got my... This enormous burden has been lifted off my shoulder. I've been liv living underneath a rock of this debt for so long. So it feels really good to finally kind of be free in a way. Nice. Nice. Is that your only debt? I don't... Fucking roll for it. I don't care. Ooh. Roll for debt. All right. Since you, uh, since you played that out so well, I'm going to say that if you... As long as I roll... Well, no, wait. I'm going to say if, if this is a five or below, you have another secret debt. Wait, wait why am I rolling? You roll for your own debt. That's fair. Am I rolling 20? Roll a d20, and if it's a five or below, you have another secret debt. Mm hmm Oh, my God. I rolled a six. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I really want... I, I realize also that there's a missed opportunity. I don't know if you've seen the movie Rounders, but I really, really, really should have made the person... Oh, no. No. No, there it is. Bjorn the Smurgen is... Uh, Teddy KGB. He's the fucking uh, Malkovich character. I sticks it in you. <laughs> pay the man. Pay the man his money. Grandma, pay the man his money. One of John Malkovich's absolute best performances. That part where he does that little hip swish. I, f I sticks it in you and pay you with your own money. It's so good. That's that's who fucking Bjorn the Smurgen is. Alright, so you head back inside. You take a seat at the table. I imagine Jeff's a little bit like raised eyebrow. Everything alright? Yeah? Yeah, I was with those guys. Uh, just some uh, old friends that... Uh, 
Hopefully, I won't be seeing again for a while. You know, I could have broken them in half for you. Somehow, I don't think that would have solved my problems. But All right. now it's time to party. And party you do. It is a night of rousing celebration. The piano man, I mean, man, he's just, the fucking microphone smells like a beer, but he's, he's just, he's giving it to it, man. He's fucking giving it to the, that fucking piano. You're going to put some bread in his jar. Say, man, what are you doing here? And it's, it's a fucking, it's a night. Gentlemen, you have uh, successfully been been successful in your uh, in your recent endeavors. You were fighting, you were gambling, you made some money off of that. You returned some frog sacks and and got a little money off of that. A little reputation. Life's uh, life's going in a pretty good direction for you guys. There are currently for your next tricks uh two different jobs on the job board and of course the usual open world open worldedness that you can participate in the one outstanding quest that's been there for a little while is called crying trees in which fauna firkin trees has sent a message over to fjorton asking if uh she would if he would check in on some forest spirits that are being restless and what have you the second quest which i haven't really bothered to write too much up about is uh that you guys had, uh, you guys have gotten a, a contact from, um, fucking, who did you get this contact from? Oh, you guys got a contact from Sheriff Fuego, who, uh, you guys recall was there over at the City Watch. Um, they have said that there is a, a tunnel that goes underneath the City Watch place, which you guys have been in. That tunnel does go down to where the uh, the the frog people are, the Kuotoa. Kuotoa? No, they weren't frog people. They're fish people. And the fish people that they interrogated had some disturbing rumors. Disturbing rumors of a creature known only as the Hodag. The Hodag lurks deep, deep, deep within the uh, underbelly of the city. And uh, the fish people have run into this fearsome, terrifying beast a few times. And uh, in an effort to, you know, bridge the gap between upper world and lower world, they, uh, they'd like you guys to go down there and investigate. And uh, if possible, eliminate this hodag, as it is not only a threat to the fish people, the Kuotoa, but also, should it ever get loose, a threat to those living in the city above. If it got loose, sir? If it got tight? I don't know. <laughs> it's a fucking frat boy. Dude, it's gonna get tight! I was just looking through our... <laughs> Looking through our inventory, and we have this toy wagon, and it looks like you just took like some kind of stone thing, and then you photoshopped wheels on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where is let me toy wagon? <laughs> and I did a really shit job of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I think that's like a like a stone box that somebody dug out of a pyramid or something like that. I can't remember exactly where I found it. And then I just found some shitty wagon wheels. <laughs> so I drag a couple of these on there and uh okay, we'll, we'll put that uh we'll put that out on the Twitter at some point. That's not a copywritten image, so I can throw that up there. <laughs> no one's gonna want to be associated with that. No one's gonna sue us for using that. You get a summons from King Tut. 
<laughs> I dare you use my stone box. Fucking, uh, the guy that comes out to serve me, he's got a rolled up papyrus. <laughs> You've been served. Don't get it wet, though. So, from last time, I just got done, I'm at my mom's place. Got done smoking some drugs. That's right, getting informa- information, you guys uh, settled some debts and got that whole thing. Because I think we... I don't know. I, I glossed over that whole thing until you just did that thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, we did do some other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Turns right. out you guys adventure every time we hang out. That's right. Imagine that. So I would be willing to help my mom out with this crying trees thing. Because I'm still there. You are? It is morning, I feel, or something. Do you want to send... Wait, you don't have, like, a familiar or anything, do you? No, but I can probably ask Jeff the... No, it's not Jeff. What's the talking deer's name? Mike. Mike. Mike the talking deer. Was it Mike? I'm trying, I'm trying to remember now. That sounds right. We have so many NPCs. Where are you, talking deer? Do, do, do. Yep, Mike the talking deer. Bam. <laughs> I would say, can you see that on your screen? But most of you are probably on Reddit. I can see it. I, I don't even it. have Reddit open, surprisingly. Well, all right. So uh, well, let's just uh, let's say that you can send a message to your compatriots who are hanging out wherever they're hanging out. Do you, I, do you guys want to do Crying Trees, or do you want to do Hodag? You send a message back? No. Piss off! The team we've tried to Where reach is no longer available. Sam's at his mom's? It's at his mom's. <laughs> Where are me and, uh... I forget all our names. <laughs> <laughs> Fjorten, Peter. Where are me and Peter? Peter and I. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a journey. Are you guys just going to ride around town until you see their bikes in the front lawn, or? Yeah, we just yell Fjorten. Well, Fjorten! I, I already told you where I was going before you guys went to the bar, so. Oh, yeah. That, you know, I feel like that's a weird bygone thing that, I like, nobody's going to get the reference of, like, riding around until you find whose bikes are in what yard. <laughs> <laughs> Kids these days with their cell phones. Oh, we have some older listeners. Why would we go to Fjorten's? Yeah, it seems weird. I feel like we would wait for him to come back home. Well, he yeah. sent, so he's sending you guys a message through, oh. like, through druidic means. So why don't, why don't you guys tell me, where are you? Why don't you tell me how this messaging works? Like, how does this We'll work? fucking get to the messaging, okay? <laughs> we'll fucking get to it. Well, I think we went out and had beers and we would have just gone to bed in our beds. <laughs> <laughs> I like beers, Senator. <laughs> That's what we should name a open a bar and call it that i like beer senator <laughs> do you like beers <laughs> that should be a pretty good name for a bar do you like beers <laughs> boy you know what i do i'm gonna go in here this is great you'll never guess what's inside <laughs> there's one of those websites that collects like bad translations to english and one of them is a, a sign outside of a bar that just says let's beer with music <laughs> that's fantastic oh it's fucking priceless <laughs> Yeah, fans, how's the day treating you? I hope today is at least average. I have a special message for our listeners in the U.S. today. I know you're hearing it from a ton of different places, but I want to remind all of you to get registered and to vote in the coming election. 
I'm not going to tell you this is the most important election ever, and I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I'm not even going to tell you it's your patriotic duty to vote. I'm just going to encourage you to go out and vote. For the places where it's available, I really encourage you to get an absentee ballot sent to you. The best part about them is that you can sit at home and research all the candidates online and decide who to actually vote for. I would also strongly encourage you to see if you can drop off your mail-in ballot at a local polling station. I'm honestly not sure if all states allow this, but I do know that Minnesota does. It's worth looking into. The ability to do the research and make the choices that make the most sense to you at your own leisure is really awesome. For anywhere outside of the U.S. that has any version of uh, voting or democracy, you folks should do it too. The more power we have concentrated into fewer hands, the worse off the most of us are. Every vote helps spread that out and keep us all in power equally. And that's it. I think that message is important enough to give its own mid-roll. Thanks, everyone, and let's get back into the action. So you guys, uh, you guys have some some beverages, and um, you enjoy them, and you go back home, and you you sleep. Fjorten's sleeping over at mom's place. The following morning, you wake up to the sound of uh, like some scratching, some like. Oh, what is that? What is it? What? So you go, you get up, and you look, and by the dingy little window that you've got in your crappy basement hole. You've got uh, a little squirrel. It's scratching away at it. Stop on it. <laughs> Fucking hate squirrels. I open the window. You open the window and the squirrel looks at you for a moment and then it hops down into the room and takes its place on a table kind of between the two of you. And then you're startled to discover that Fauna Firkentree's voice comes out of the squirrel and says, My boy would like you to join him out at the Firkentree's place. The... The hut. The, what, what do we call it? Never mind. Just get out here. And then the squirrel kind of like shakes its head a little bit. Like it's, you know, like shaking off a bit of a daze and then scurries the fuck back out the window. Very weird. Yeah, that was fucked up. I suppose we better go to the frickin' trees. Yeah, okay. I don't like dancing at the end of a string for anybody. But I suppose. At the end of a squirrel string? Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys do that. <laughs> Off you go. We call a donkey Uber. A, a duber? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to explore that possibility any further. All right, you guys, uh, you guys get your donkey and you, you roll out to the edge of town. And you make your way into the delightful, beautiful Sokka forest where the firkin trees... Did we call it a farm? What the fuck did Birken we call it? Trees farm. Birken trees farm. But it's really like you said, it, it's just a yurt pretty much with some garden stuff around it. I feel like it would be like when you drive out in the country and you there's always like a sign somewhere that's like, you know, market or flea market or stuff or whatever. And it's an arrow pointing off to a side road. You, you drive down the asphalt road and then you drive down the gravel road and then you drive down the dirt road and then you get to this place where it's just like the most random collection of shit and like construction waste and mm -hmm. you know you remember you guys have ever seen those things where it's like uh it's like a fucking plywood cutout of like a lady bending over mm -hmm. and they stick them in front of the garden 
kind of place where you pick up that sort of thing. Is there a wagon without wheels up on stones? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Various lawn gnomes, including the one or two funny and somewhat inappropriate ones. There's nothing like a good inappropriate lawn gnome. Nothing. You roll on up to the farm and give your your donkey Uber a, I don't know, a carrot. (laughs) Whatever you pay donkey Ubers in. How do we give it a review? You we brand a you number brand of stars on. on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you brand it. Five stars for you, Donkey. <laughs> Hold still. <laughs> They're all trying to do a shitty job. <laughs> oh, look how many stars this donkey has. He must be good. It's just, it's like, and it's not like a five star brand. It's just one star. So you have to keep, all right, well, let's put it back in the fire and heat it up again. <laughs> oh, goofed that one up. <laughs> Some of the stars are, like, out of alignment. God damn. Is that a one star or a two star? No, no, look, those all line up. Oh, okay. You pay your, uh, you pay your transportation, and, you know, it's probably, like, ten in the morning, let's say. And it's, a it's a nice day. It's a little chilly, you know? It's a, it's a cool day for summer, uh, and it is about midsummer for you still here. Couple clouds in the sky, nice breeze flowing through the trees. And you arrive at the Firkin Trees farm. There's Fjorten out there waiting. He's like, oh, hey, guys, what's going on? Although you can't actually speak for yourself, but you greet them. Oh, hey, guys, what's going on? You tell us. Uh, we got a weird squirrel message this morning. Oh, you got sent by squirrel. Mm, classic. Squirrelygram. Insta squirrel. Mm-hmm. Just get my, <laughs> my squinsta. <laughs> so your your mom comes out and she's like oh your friends are here the big one and the, the less big one hello hello, hello the, old lady to the both of you yes hi i also hi my my name is fauna i'm your friend's mother we've met everyone's met here mother mom yeah you met them before can i interest you in some drugs i'll pass yes kind of drugs oh druid shit Cool. Druids always have the best shit, that's what they say. Let's get fucked up and I'll tell you all about it. Are you? Do I, uh, I'll see if she wants to smoke any of my flasks and then exchange for whatever druid shit she Ooh, has. Ooh, you guys are passing the various pipes around. All right. Uh, well, if we're going to do that, the druid stuff is all natural, which of course means it's, you know, it's, it's, it's practically good for you. <laughs> I'm going to get Fjorten's mom addicted to flasks. <laughs> I'll suck your dick for class. <laughs> Mom! You all mosey on over to the uh, the fire pit. Grab yourself a seat on a log or whatever other piece of equipment is available. And you start passing the, the various drugs around. Um, Peter, I will have you make me your flasite roll. What is that? Was it constitution? I'm trying to find the actual thing here. It is a DC 15 constitution saving throw. That is a seven. That is your first failure. You have now accumulated one point. Wait, what am I smoking? You're smoking your flasite, right? I thought you were passing that around with her stuff. No, I was trading. I wanted to give her some flask for whatever all natural, uh, you know, druid shit she's got going on. Do you have to roll 16 or better every time to not become addicted? Yeah. Oh, you're going to be a wreck. It's a risky maneuver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Not this time, though. It's from what I hear, it's got some all-natural stuff coming what is it? Uh, Constitution? Mod- Constitution, yeah. What's your modifier? One. Ooh. Bon- my bonus is one. It's not a whole lot. Nope. Not a lot of room for error. But not this time, because you're smoking those druid drugs, and even if you did get addicted, you probably wouldn't know where to find them again. Oh, so I have no idea what it is? Yep. You're just smoking weird stuff, and... I, I wasn't sure if I was, like, mushroom. Like, am I even smoking it? Maybe it's mushroom. Should we decide what it is? I think we should decide what it is. <laughs> yep. I'm going to say that my I'm 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 going to say that one of the effects of whatever it is you're doing today uh, makes it so that like yellow submarine esque cartoons are just floating around in your periphery vision. I'm just hallucinating, <laughs> but just like mildly, like everything's normal. Everything that's real still appears real, but there's just these like cartoon things that are like uh so is it where does it grow it makes like, your toes and fingers grow longer too oh weird by like five inches so or does it, tell? like it they actually do or mm-hmm. like it looks like no they do but like oh. permanently they like keep growing longer no the, the effect of the duration ah. that's how you can tell when you're sober when your fingers are normal length again yeah that's why i like to think that it's possibly do you know how with uh what is that puffer fish you can only eat a certain part or you'll kind of die it's kind of like that so that's why druids only have it's like part of a poison oak plant or something like mm-hmm. that and so that's why nobody knows what it is or how to do it but druids know how to do it it's like uh actually one of my favorite things that i've learned in the well in the last couple of years anyway is that uh puffer fish excrete like a poison when they're fucked with then apparently it doesn't kill dolphins it yeah. just gets them high mm-hmm. so they just like pass it around like a beach ball oh yeah i've heard about that <laughs> getting all fucked up like just i love that humans aren't the only species that get fucked up <laughs> your fingers grow longer and they articulate the other way oh. That's, oh. That's beneficial because if you're in a fight and somebody grabs you you're <laughs> you know what i mean it helps my arthritis uh so what do we call this stuff call it finger finger something finger tune <laughs> finger tune yeah. they won't know what tunes are F- though. fuck it all right your fingers grow a few inches longer and the joints reverse you see cartoon hallucinations and we're calling it finger tunes <laughs> <laughs> and do we eat it or smoke it or what do we do put it in our eyes Snort fat rails, drink a tea. I'd say drink a tea. That would actually make the most sense. Drink some finger tunes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Drinking finger tunes. Finger tune tea. <laughs> Sit and drink finger tune tea. That's not the right number of syllables. <laughs> Sit and drink finger tune tea. The finger tune mushroom people sitting around all day. Ooh, what believe you? All right, so it is a druid drug. It's made by a druid into a tea. Very dangerous to prepare if you aren't trained and can kill you if it is made incorrectly. Um, Sam, what is it? What is it? Uh, what is it actually made from? What's the plant it comes from? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> It's a, is it a weed? It'd be like a, it'd be like an oak, almost like a, a sumac. Uh, it's going to be a new thing. We're going to call it, I don't know, A-H-D-O-N-N-A-H. That's the plant. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The I don't know plant. 
somebody was, some druid was walking through the forest and with another druid and they were like, what is that plant? I don't know. <laughs> the name stuck. <laughs> and then they figured out they could turn it into drugs tea. Yeah. What's um, this, what can we do with this plant? I don't know. Eat it? Let's try to smoke it. Oh, fuck it. That is weird how, like, how do people come by different ways to do drugs? You know what I mean? How do people come by anything, man? Like, I, I think I've talked about this one before. There's a, there's an island somewhere where, uh, fucking, I, I don't know. I saw this on some nature special Our years clones ago. are made and their parts are used. They, uh, they had this, there's this root. Uh, it's like a tuber, potato, something like that on this island. And if you boil it and then throw out the water and then boil it again and then throw out the water, you have to do that 10 times and then it's safe to eat. So like when you come across nine corpses and you're like, well, I bet we just need one more one time. More. This yeah, time that's the time. time. <laughs> yep, let's do it, guys. Like when you're, especially when you're in like a jungle, you're like surrounded by edible things. What, what made you like 10 times? Uh, it's fucking weird, man. It sucks like when you're hungry too. You're like, oh, I gotta do this like nine more fucking times before I can eat this potato. I lost count. Was that seven or eight? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you gotta throw it away and start over. Uh, okay, so we should, have, we should have a negative effect for, uh, um, for finger tunes. Um, and I want to say that, I, that it's, it's non-addictive. I mean, I, I'm just going to make that a, a category. For, a category. A category. I'm going to make that a category from here forward that druid drugs are all non-addictive uh, but there's got to be something that bad that can happen to you if you do this this drug. I want to say that your uh, your fingers don't go back straight and they become floppy. Because you have to have floppy fingers for a while. Oh, like a bad trip? Yeah. <laughs> and it takes like a week to get normal mm -hmm. again. Bad trip, do we? What's the positive of this drug? The reverse articulating fingers. I think some general euphoria, too. And like monks, the cartoons. Monks love this drug because they can... And like you said, yeah, you can see cool little figures popping around. and Some, Sometimes the little figures, the cartoons that you see will tell you like, oh, you know, like a forest secret. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of nuts in a hole over there. <laughs> a bandit buried some gold. <laughs> well, that's really cool. Are you looking for the entrance to the cave full of treasure? I know where it is. It's over. Right. Oh, I gotta oh, smoke more. There's a couple of weasels fucking over there. <laughs> if you're into that, <laughs> it's not not that useful a trip. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> matter of perspective. <laughs> it just tells you where animals are having sex. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like pointing it out with like big cartoon fingers. Like, what are those birds? <laughs> Two muskrats fucking 12 o'clock. <laughs> that beaver's getting it in the beaver. <laughs> Damn. I won't be smoking this ever again. <laughs> it's, it's really distracting. Like, Fauna's trying to tell you guys about this quest she wants you to go on, and it's just. <laughs> It's just it's, ants, ants, fucking ants everywhere—they <laughs> never stop. <laughs> oh, they never stop. It's like the worst version of a Mr. Meeseeks ever. So yeah, there's uh, there's there's some other there's some. I, I'll get to write that effect down. They're always telling you uh, 
there is a general feeling of euphoria, which is a positive effect. It is non-addictive, but the little cartoons you see are always telling you about animals fucking. Uh, all right, so you are you're feeling pretty good, and uh, you know maybe uh, maybe depending on your mood, you're just kind of like you know ignoring the the commentary uh, that you get from these little dudes. Uh, Fauna is going on to tell you guys about what she would like you to do. However, she's talking about how here in the forest recently. She has been hearing a lot of disturbances. She had this brought to her attention specifically by Mike the Talking Deer, who you guys are all, of course, familiar with. And uh, Mike was, uh, Mike's been hearing this noise, and he's been telling Fauna about it, and he thinks somebody should investigate. So let's just say that, uh, let's just say that she knew that this was all going to come, and she sent uh, an Insta squirrel out to you guys and also to Mike. And as you're settling into a good, uh, a good being high session and Fauna's like smoking some of your flaccite and she's like, well, no boner for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, that, that was the wrong voice, but it still works. Uh, so she smokes a little of your flaccite and passes that on back to you. So Mike, the talking deer shows up and is describing the, what's going on. He's like, yeah, man, there's like this, uh, there's like this, it's like a voice. Like in the forest, it's calling, and, and yeah, it just sounds like it sucks. Like, I don't want to get too close to it, because, like, what if whatever sucks for that voice would, like, like suck for me, too? You know, like, if I got there and it was like, oh, yeah, I see why it sucks for you. Oh, no, no, it sucks for me, too. No. So, like, I haven't, like, gone to check it out or anything, but, like, I was talking to Chuck about it, and he was like, yeah, same deal. Like, no, bueno. So, Yeah. Like, yeah, you guys should go check it out, though. Like, it probably wouldn't suck for you guys. That, that's uh, just what I'm thinking. Uh, do you think it can lead us by to the way there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can take you, like, all the way there. Oh. Like, But, like, not, like, right because of the sucking thing. Oh, like, right. But, like, but, like close. All Sounds right. right. Then now is better time than any. All right. You guys grab your, you know, row. Various possessions. I'd imagine Peter's uh, like trying to grab oh. his stuff, and he's like, "Oh no, that's right, my knuckles go the other way." Uh, <laughs> I can't like pick it up. I'm like mashing my hand on it. What? Uh, why? No. Oh, that would be so hard to get used to, especially because it, it would go away after a little bit. What if you were like holding your coffee and then the drugs wore off and you dropped your coffee in your lap? I feel like like your fingers would be wrapped around the coffee cup and then all of a sudden they'd be like wrapped around the other side of the coffee cup it would be okay do you think it would just like magic its way there like it's just a weird magical illusion no i just think like like here's the cup you know and your fingers are through the loop and then ah. like you know it loops back around and then you're like you're holding the mug still i guess i wasn't thinking about i'm, I'm not a coffee drinker so i don't really use the finger things on a coffee cup very often well, you do when you're smoking finger tunes, let me tell you. Right? And even though it's a tea that you're drinking, you still call it smoking finger tunes? <laughs> That's right. When you're drinking finger tunes. It's like, it's like you have brass knuckles, but it's just for a coffee cup, so it doesn't matter which way, you still have all four fingers in there. Ah, they make oh, those. Nice. Really? Bra brass knuckles coffee cups? Oh, I'll be damned. I mean, it's just, all you gotta do is glue some brass knuckles onto a coffee cup, and there you go. But... <laughs> I'll go get some brass knuckles. That's the kind of thing right. you find in, like, Wisconsin Dells mm -hmm. or any other tourist trap. That's something trap. you can, like, just kind of hit the coffee cup on the table and automatic you have like brass knuckles and i mean you might as well just double down and hit the person with the coffee cup uh, that's yeah. what i'm thinking smash them in the face i bet you you can find that stuff on etsy huh 
on Etsy. <laughs> like handmade? Etsy Chan. Knuckle coffee cup. <laughs> Etsy Chan. That's where people n- Nazi flex. Nazi <laughs> flex. Make homemade drugs and, you know, brass knuckle coffee cups. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Could you imagine getting punched with a coffee cup? I mean, not even the brass knuckles behind it. Just like, oh, no, I don't want to think about that anymore. Y'all are going to make your way into the forest following Mike, the talking deer. And Mike's just, Mike's one of those people that's just super friendly and he's just rambling on the whole time. You're, uh, you're just enjoying a nice peaceful day. It's, uh, it's, it's a good couple hour walk though. And, uh, you're starting to wonder if Mike's maybe leading you in circles, but you're, you can tell getting deeper and deeper into the forest. And eventually you start hearing it. You start hearing this. It's sort of like a voice. There's not really words necessarily, but it's just this this groaning noise, this unpleasant, mm, soundless noise of suffering, of just grossness. Guys, that sounds like it sucks. Oh, man. Is this, Doesn't it? Yeah, and that's exactly what it sounds like. Just suck. Wow, man. Like, I'm glad you guys are feeling it, too. I was like, wow, that sounds like it sucks. I don't want anything to do with that much suck. What are we going to do about this? All right. Can we pinpoint which tree it is? Um, it is not, in fact, a tree. What you are hearing and whatnot seems to be coming from a, uh, a clearing that's not terribly far from where you're at. And, dun dun dun, dun here's where we switch over to the clearing map. Ooh. I had it labeled clearing, so I would know which one it was. It's a clearing. Smart. You are at the northwestern edge of a large clearing. Mike, of course, has been more than happy to leave you guys behind. And he just says, you know what? You guys go on and handle it. I'll just, I'll just wait over here for you. You enter into a clearing and you see a large... Uh, it looks sort of like a stone, but it also looks somewhat organic. Uh, object in the middle of this clearing. It's very large. And as you get closer, you notice that there are these disgusting sort of oozes and mucks that are on this rock. And you can just tell as you approach that it's just wrong. Something about these things is wrong. And they appear to be feeding off of whatever this mysterious uh, rock thing is. And there you go. Just looking at that. Is that a bunch of uncircumcised penises on that uh, rock there? Uh, yeah, that image, um, I was looking for the monster that that represents. Uh, yeah. And I saw that image and was like, well, yeah, we're going to go with the uh, the dildo image. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's what I, so I'd see and that's what I'd say. Looks like a terrible dildo monster. A dildo, a many-headed dildo monster. All right, let's see. We have six hands. How many dildos do we see? If you could hot swap them. Oh yeah, that's true. We could go back to back on these things. Tip to tip. Uh, Is Mike still with us? Mike has trotted a little ways off into the forest because he doesn't want anything to do with the suck that's happening here. Yeah. And so we don't know what this organic material is underneath everything, do we? Uh, He doesn't know either. He's unfamiliar with this I don't know what that is, but I don't want to be a part of this. It's a whole lot of him not wanting anything to do with it. He's just a deer. Yeah, that's true. He's a talking deer, but he's just a deer. All right. Well, bye, Mike. Bye. What would you all like to do? The uh, objects and creatures and what have you that are scattered across the surface of this rock thus far don't seem to have any interest in you. 
They seem to be pretty content to be sucking the energy out of whatever this thing is. Um, I'm gonna find a big stick. Okay. And I'm gonna poke it. That's uh, big stick pokings in two campaigns now. Let's see if we can keep that up as a trend. Uh, so you get your pokey stick, and uh, so you're gonna approach one of the one of the things that's stuck to this rock and poke at it. Just very gently give it a a poke and run. You get forward to it, and you you get your pokey stick, and you prod one of these uh, one of these sort of grayish things. There's some gray things, and then there's some. Uh, uh, ochre sort of things and uh, you poke one of the gray ones and it like forms a little pseudopod and smacks the stick away after you poke it <gasps> that's disrespectful it is very disrespectful that was a good pokey stick too oh man I mean do I still have the stick uh, why don't you give me why don't you give me a let's call it dexterity save to save my stick alright That'd be a 17. A 17 is enough to hang on your stick. You almost lose it. You're like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Whoa, look out there, buddy. But it stays in your hand. All right. So I look back at Fjorten and Jeff. Kind of give them the shoulder shrug. Eh? Huh? This groaning noise is very loud where you are, by the way. Is like, it coming from these pseudopod things? It's coming from whatever they are attached to. So like when when the thing is swap like swatting away my stick, is it still attached at one end to whatever this other thing is, and then it like yeah, okay. It's sort of an amorphous amoeba-like ooze. All right, I'm gonna like I'm gonna take a good swing and see if I can knock it off. You are going to reel back and you're gonna whack this thing with a stick. You're gonna whack it, but good. You wind up and uh, and you smack this thing with your pokey stick and. Uh, how does this thing react? I think I think what this thing's gonna do is it's it's you you whack it with the stick, and then it's gonna try and whack the stick out of your hands. Like it's gonna try real hard this time. So I'm gonna have you make me another dexterity save. Get on out of here! Go. go. Eighteen. Oh man, you hang on, but again, it's just barely. Like this thing is, it's hitting pretty hard, and you notice now that even though it's still suctioned onto uh, the thing where it's at. Like you've got its attention now, and so if you uh, if you approach close enough to hit with the stick again, you get the impression it might go for you. All right, I look back at Fjorten and Jeff again. I'm gonna go by you, and seeing this whippy stick action. Is it just the one probey thing that's kind of looking at us, or like? I think you're getting maybe some attention from the other two. So let's scoot you guys on the map a little closer to it. Mm-hmm. 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 You get a little closer to it, and so the one that's in the center right here is the one that's uh, that you've kind of got the attention of, and it's got your attention. Um, the two that are nearest are also somewhat looking at you, uh, or they seem to be sensing you. There's There's no eyeballs or anything. But we should take a quick break here to determine some names. All right. Here we are. Beginning combat. We have, in order, Jeff, Yuna, Peter, Fjorten, Rosa, Kane, Kefka, Cloud, Sid, Titus, and Sabin. Can you, listener at home, guess the theme of today's monster names before we get done with combat? That's up to you. No ho You'll win absolutely nothing if you do. But, you know, you'll... Good, good on you. Okay. 
Congratulations. What would be a random stupid prize we could send somebody? A VHS of Alien 2. I was going to say a VHS <laughs> of uh, Ren and Stimpy or whatever the hell we talked about last time. The I wonder orange. if you could still get those. Oh, the orange cassettes? <laughs> or send them an orange VCR. <laughs> <laughs> Spray painted orange. Yeah, we're just not even like just the real it. deal. <laughs> we just find a shitty VCR and spray paint it. <laughs> That's your prize. Costs us like fifty dollars. <laughs> you could find a fucking VCR at a rummage sale for like a dollar. I'm sure. Oh yeah, I bet you they're. You could probably find them for free. Here's your door prize for showing up at a rummage sale. It's a VCR. Oh, I don't want that. Nope, it's yours. It's yours. Gotta take it now. Well, You're welcome. Oh man, we could get a Ren and Stimpy VHS tape for twenty nine ninety nine. That's a good prize. Cash value. $29.99? $29.99. Veritable steal. VHS. For, I think like three episodes of Red and Stimpy. It's hard to beat. Yeah. Ten bucks an episode. Play that over and over again. Now find a VCR. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I'm just looking at VHS tapes. I forgot about the movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger gets pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Imagine Why? the pitch for that. <laughs> so everybody all coked up out of their fucking minds. We take the world's manliest man and we make him pregnant. Arnold, but pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what it was. Probably not an actual pitch meeting. It was like somebody at a party and they're just like. Okay, here we go. Arnold is pregnant. <laughs> Fucking love it, man. <laughs> We're doing it right now. We're doing it right now. Call him right now. We're going to go to his house. We're going to get oh, him. Yeah, We're going to do it right now. I'm calling him. I'm calling him. He gets out his huge phone. <laughs> 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 That's back when you had to like know people's phone numbers. Here we are at the top of what could be combat. And I'm just going to tell you guys right off the bat, just so we can save some, some airtime here. These things are not going to negotiate with you. They're just gross, oozy things that are being gross and oozy and sucking the life out of this thing that uh, is making, you know, noises like it's suffering. So uh -huh. there will be no negotiation. There will be no farting. There will be no anything but giving up or whacking them off. Campaign 2, episode 41, House of Smurgans, was released on September 27th, 2020. We'll be sure to smurgan more smurgans next smurgan on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! Do you think anybody in the last five years has sold their collection of VHS tips on Hundreds Facebook? Hundreds of people. No. I see them at garage sales every weekend. You go to garage sales every weekend? Yeah. Just Have you I'm, saw anybody buy them? I mean, they're like everywhere, so we just walk to one every weekend. I like going to garage sales. I'm with this, Sam. Oh, okay. But Woo. nobody... Okay, you guys are missing the point. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm stuck on the garage sale thing. 
Nobody buys the VHS tapes. Ah. Uh. I mock people that try to sell them on the Facebook garage sale groups. As you should. <laughs> I got my Disney VHS collection. I'd like to get $30. <laughs> I just post a bunch of laughing emojis. <laughs> <laughs> As you should. <laughs>